one time when I was a kid, because you know how you can like make cookie dough and eat the cookie dough, right? I was like, I want to do more than just lick the beaters of this brownie mix. So I made a box of brownie mix and then ate the batter. And then I was like, why did I do this? I did that with muffin mix once. That was way too much. <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm from so from from that day, I've uh, just stuck to cookie dough and never the whole pan. <laughs> I used to buy brownie batter. I used to buy half gallon buckets of cookie dough and I would just sit down and eat it all. Yeah. we When we buy cookie dough, we never make cookies. Yeah. See, that's funny because I never buy cookie dough, but what I'll do is I'll make the cookies, freeze half the dough, and then we'll end up eating it as opposed to making them into cookies, and then I'll bake the other half. So how do you get rid of mealybugs on your cookies? <laughs> yeah, let's go into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even started yet. It doesn't count. <laughs> um, okay, if I had mealybugs on my cookies, I'm just going to throw them away. Gross. We're not, we're not treating that. Take my little alcohol swab. Yippee. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rough Around the Hedges. Yes. Getting off to a great ADHD start on this <laughs> lovely Friday night. I'm Kaylin. I'm Christine. And I'm Mackie. And guess what? We're talking about mealybugs. Gross. So um, Mackie currently has root mealies. And top mealies. And regular mealies. Ooh, top and bottom. Mm-hmm. Versatile mealies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get to make that joke. You don't. Oh. <laughs> Um, Christine, do you have any mealies? Oh, you just got your uh, pirate bugs, so you shouldn't. Wait, are those the same pirate bugs? No, those pirate bugs eat thrips. Yeah, these are mealy bug destroyers. Do not equal pirate bugs. No, no, they're they're closer 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 related to ladybirds. Yeah, ladybirds, bugs, bugs. (laughs) Same thing. Start over. This is awful. Horrible start. It's a beetle. Is it is it cryptolamus or cryptolamus? Cryptolamus. I don't know. Is there cryptolamus? Cryptolamus. Anyway, yes. I did a round of those a few weeks ago. Right now, I see no mealies, which is fantastic. Because were you, what plants did you have them on? Hoyas. Oh. All day, every day, Hoyas. Hoyas. Yeah. And now you're down to none? That I can see. I have them all over my succulents, and they, I released the cryptolamus, and they all disappeared. And then I had to put systemics in my stuff Uh. to deal with the root mealies. And that's why I've stopped my IPM stuff. And uh, since then, I have noticed a resurgence in my foliar mealybugs. And I'm not no. happy about it. That's too bad. But at the same time, they I see them and then I'll see them a couple hours later and they haven't moved. And they've gone from white to orange and they're dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's like they're they're clear, clearly being killed off. So I'm I'm happy about that yeah. at least. Oh, uh, yeah. So let's start with what do they look like? They look like tiny little cotton balls. That are fluffy and cute, kind of like a Pomeranian. They look for, like, to me, they look like, um, what's the name? Oh, I just immediately forgot the name of the bug. It's like a little hexapog bug. Because you, if you look at them, you can see, like, the ribbing they, they on the back. Like they're arthropods. The arthropods. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. are arthropods. Yes, they look, yes. Um, but they're white and got little fuzzy side bits on them. Um, they start really small and then they get bigger. So, And then before you know it, you'll have, like, little tiny white fluffs all over your plant. And those are egg sacs. <sighs> Egg sacs. Yes, that I is their. Those are that. their egg nests. They they do the the wool and then they lay their eggs in it. And then Great. You, and then you get the cryptolamus and they lay their eggs in that wool stuff too. Ooh. And their babies hatch and they feast on the eggs nice. and larvae. Can we make like a short film out of that? You probably could. Just like a cute little animated thing where they just massacre the baby. Why they have a ladybug one doing that to aphids? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're white fuzzy little dudes. It's pretty easy to tell what they are. Um, there are some plants that are deceptively, they, oh, yeah, they we deceptively were... look like 
mealybugs when they're growing, so be careful. Yeah, so or like I was growing uh, stringer rubies, the uh, Othana capensis. The new growth has like these little fuzzy white tufts, and the plant has green stems and purple leaves. Other way around. If it's sun stressed. So like, <laughs> where does this white come in? Doesn't make any sense. Must be mealybugs. It's not. It's how the plant grows. Yeah. Yeah, the one plant that does that that really throws me off is Hoya obovata. When it, the new leaves start to emerge, it's got it looks fuzzy, and to me, it looks like mealy bugs, and I always freak out. Yeah, and you there, said there were other Hoyas. There's some other Hoyas that will do the same thing. Um, a lot of them, when they have a little leaf on it, they'll have like this tiny little white spot that makes you think that it's a mealy bug. Because some Hoya leaves are fuzzy too when they come in. <clears throat> now, if you're not treating with beneficial bugs, how would you guys deal with mealy bugs? Alcohol. Yeah, Q-tips, alcohol. You can dip the Q-tip in the alcohol and touch it to the mealybug. Their little waxy so coating. So satisfying. It will disintegrate, and then you can kill the bug. Um, I had an elephant bush that I had mealies on, and I treated and treated and treated. I did the alcohol thing every night. It didn't really get rid of them. So in that case, I would have liked to have done systemic to really make sure that those little shits go away. Yeah, the, the spot treatment thing can be tedious. Um, but for me, it wasn't enough. But if you're, and it really is only effective or I guess time uh, beneficial if you only have like two or three that you're seeing. If you have like a whole stem's worth of mealybugs going on at that I point, should. consider dunking. Because um, you can do alcohol dunking dunks. Dunking it in what? Alcohol dunks or pyrethrin dunks are the other one you can do. Yeah. You you want something that's going to dry it out because they have this weird coating on them. It's mm -hmm. wax that um, makes them like water resistant. So just dunking in regular old water or trying to spray down water, they like it doesn't affect them at all. They cling to it still. You, you need get, something that's going to dry them out. I know even if you use like a surfactant to get it to stick to them, their wool just makes it roll right off. Right. Like it's so difficult to treat them. Mm -hmm. Um, I've whenever I'm not using bugs, I just fill a spray bottle with alcohol and I spray my plants down. That's my but, normal like preventative spray to begin with. So yeah. Usually but I also know like some plants are sensitive to that. Like plants in the Lamiaceae family, yeah. they're sensitive to alcohol and that, sure. that'll just burn them right up. Um, Do you spray with alcohol and then make sure the plant doesn't get any light for the next while it dries? I don't do anything special. I literally just soak it in alcohol i have done complete dunks in alcohol and like left them for five minutes just to like kill everything yeah i usually spray or dunk leave for a minute or two because the alcohol takes i think it's like 30 seconds really to evaporate off and then wash them and then put them back yeah i usually will wash mine off like a week later just get rid of the dead stuff yeah um root mealies how would you go about root <laughs> mealy treatments because i know all about this and i want to hear what you guys think um we should probably finish treatment on regular mealies first, maybe. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. ADHD. Yeah, because uh, so alcohol, as far as beneficial bugs go, the cryptolamus, cryptolamus is kind of the only one, right? No, lace wings also feast on them. It's just they go for thrips over mealy bugs. So if you have thrips gotcha. and mealy bugs, they kind of ignore the mealy bugs. But I've had fairly good luck using them to okay. control mealy bugs too. Um, and then absolute last case scenario is systemic granules. I have used those for foliage mealies and it has worked. I've yeah. gotten rid of them. I mean, I'm treating stuff with it right now. And like I said, I see tons of dead mealybugs laying around. Yeah. So it's definitely <clears throat> a thing to do. But like we say, word of caution, systemic granules are very harmful to our native pollinators and all that. So if you have a plant that you're using that on and then you go to put it outside, it could be bad news bears. Yeah, for a year after you initially use it. Yeah, but then you also have to consider water supply too. So if you're watering your plants that have systemic granules in it 
and you're going to have runoff going into our water supply. Also not the best thing. So I like to say avoid it as much as possible. Don't use it. Unless you're Mackie. <laughs> oh, God, don't even start on that. Um, the other thing about that is if you're going to be treating mealybugs with uh, systemics, you're going to have a spider mite outbreak. I have oh, yes. always 100% yeah. had a spider mite outbreak after treating with systemics. So go ahead and get some uh, Californicus while you're getting because, I know. Because <laughs> systemics will. Systemic. Yeah. You can't, you can't use your Benny bugs while you're doing systemic at the same time. Yeah. That's why I've had to suspend my beneficial bug program I've had going. Yeah. That about that. Yeah. So there are, is it like two different species of yes. mealies? Okay. So there are two different types of mealies. What we're talking about is foliage mealies. Do they have a name? They're, those are just, I just call them foliage, foliar okay. mealy bugs. Um, so that's the stuff you're going to see on your leaves, your stems. They absolutely love their favorite spot for me that I have found is where the leaf connects to the petiole. Um, they really just like to hang out and hide under there. Or if you have trellises, they really love to hang out right on the trellis. Or if you have hair clips or like the little butterfly clips in the trellis, they love going into those. They, I've, I've had like pulled them out of the spring of the clips gross. before. It's so gross. Yeah, I know they like tight, confined spaces and they love the growth tips where the growth mm -hmm. is nice and tender and easy to feast on. Sure. Um, just like those damn aphids. <laughs> yeah, those aphids on new growth suck. Um, so that's foliar mealies. And then, so then there's what we call root mealies. Guess where those grow? In the roots. <laughs> and they suck. And it sucks because like if you're suck. someone who doesn't repot every so often, like every seven years, and you, you don't know you have them. <laughs> what you need to look out for is if you're watering and watering and watering and your plant's not perking up, anything. Yeah. check for root mealies, especially with succulents because that's where they're most prevalent is on succulents, I feel. Right. I've only had root mealies once that I know of um, on my Hoya fungi. And how did I know it had them? I, I didn't until I, the roots were starting to rot with the normal LECA thing. And then I pulled them out and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, what I look for, <laughs> what I do is um, I do a lot of bottom watering. And when you bottom water, they kind of float. Mm. So I always check my runoff. I also check my runoff in the bucket that runs into for ew, root ew, mealies. Ew, ew, ew. <laughs> and if you're seeing they root mealies, <laughs> and then if you're seeing root mealies in your runoff water, you really need to like sanitize and clean what it's running off, like sure. the saucer or whatever, because they spread and they spread fast. And the tricky thing about them is they have a, such a long lifespan and it's such a long reproduction time that you can go a year or two without seeing them. And then all of a sudden it'll be like a massive issue. And that's what I'm going through right now. Yeah. I, yeah. As far as life cycle goes, they. It's months, it's two months. very long time. So it's not like a, you see one, you're, you're screwed kind of like with. That's roots. what I believe. I, in my mind, if you see one root mealy, you have an infestation. Well, that, I feel like, yeah, root mealies is different than foliar, right? Oh, like, yeah. I've seen like a single foliar mealy and then yeah. I kill it and I don't see another one for, you know, six months. Definitely. Um. And the, the worst part about the root mealies is uh, I was looking into beneficial stuff to use. And the only thing that they have a theory on is a fungus. And that fungus was ridiculously expensive to get my hands on. So I didn't do that and decided to treat with systemics and pyrethrin dunks. Yeah. And that's and the way I'm managing that is my prize plants get the systemics because it's just a hard reset. And then everything else is getting pyrethrin dunks because I can't get systemics in the state of Minnesota anymore. That work on these. And sure. McClopred's now illegal. Sure. Um, the one time I had it, 
I did the extreme route of I just ripped all the roots off. That is the next thing you can do is you can take cuttings and just restart, but that's not an option for me. Right, right. Uh, but that is, I mean, that's when all else fails, that is always an option, right? Is you just cut everything back with any kind of pest and start over. Yeah, that's what I tell people with root mealies is just start over. Just take cuttings and start over. Um, moving forward, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start bare root dunking everything before potting it up because I just, I'm never wanting to deal with this again. Right. Have you dealt with a lot of mealies, Kaylin? I have only had mealies on that elephant bush and that's it. Mealies are so common on succulents. Yeah. Like that's what they love to go towards, I feel. Well, for succulents, I have string of hearts, string of pearls, echeveria, and a cactus. See, a lot of those are technically succulents, but some of those are also just succulent plants, like the string of hearts. I don't consider those a succulent. They are succulent plants, but they're not succulent. Or yeah, no, so they're succulent, really but they're not like, succulent plants. Yeah, they're succulent like. Yeah. See, yeah, in my brain, I just have like, you know, like the one succulent, the Echeveria, but like string of hearts and string of pearls. Someone's going to fight you on that. So bring them up anyway. Bring right. it. And it's like Hoya, like people say Hoya is a succulent. They're not, but there's, they get all the, I have think that Hoyas tend to get more of the succulent pests than true, than tropical pests, right? Like I don't see spider mites on Hoyas. I see mealies. I agree. I have lost every carry I have ever owned to mealy bug. Mm-hmm. Never anything else. I've only, there's like three plants that I've gotten mealies so bad. And that's the weird thing about them, right? Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just insane here. I haven't had a plant die from mealies. The mealies have just gotten so bad that I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm just throwing it away. I have had one plant, a Stapelia grandiflora, that bloomed for me every year. It was massive. It was getting massive. And it got root mealies so bad. I'll post a picture in the Discord because it's horrible. But it was so bad that no matter how much I watered it, I noticed it wasn't perking up and it was drying and crisping up. Mm. And at that point, it was on like the brink of death. And that's right. the closest I've ever gotten to like actually losing a plant. All the rest is just like, I'm done dealing with this. I'm throwing right. it away. Because they just get so, so annoying. Yeah. You know what would be fun to do if we were into these kind of things? Set a plant up with mealybugs and just put it in a quarantine space. Just document it getting worse and worse and worse. Oh, I'm, I'm doing I'm that. I'm doing that right now. I'm doing what? that too. <laughs> I'm running a couple experiments just because I can. <laughs> I'm doing that with the Hoya Morelii right now. Because you don't care or because you want to? Both. <laughs> it needs to be watered, but it's, I'm just watching the mealies. And they uh, surprisingly, since I haven't been watering it, the mealies have slowed down. Mm. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. How covered is it? It's not horribly bad. It's just mm. got like the, the freshest vine is probably the most white and then some mealies speckled about. Mm. It's not covered yet. Okay. Um, I should Curious. water it. Curious what the uh, photo progression looks like. Right. I haven't taken photos. You know me. I don't take photos. Right. It's just first time I'm hearing about it. Stocked away in my brain. I thought we were friends. Sorry. Send me pictures of your mealybugs too, bro. <laughs> Last time I sent you, sent you pictures of my mealybugs, you told me, to, no, that was Simone telling me to set it on fire. <laughs> Never mind. I mean, that is, What's wrong with that? That's probably the most logical sense if you have mealybugs is just start it on fire. Yeah, that's how fire. I feel. Fire. If I wasn't like 200 plants deep in this collection, I would just start over, but <laughs> I'm too far in. Mm-hmm. I want to look up their um, life cycle quick. Um, the other thing about using systemics is the only time I feel that it's okay to put them outside after treating with systemics is if you're not letting them flower. But even then, I worry about the runoff. because. And we're talking more the granules specifically. Yeah, the imidacloprid granules is what I'm thinking of because um, when it poisons the pollen and that's what affects the pollinators. Mm-hmm. I believe. Oh, gross. I just remembered this. 
Um, so when we go, when we're talking about what mealybugs look like, um, adult male mealybugs. They can fly. They fly. They look completely different. They don't yeah. look like the little arthropod thing mm-hmm. we're talking about. They actually kind of look like a thrip. I was going to say, they look more like an adult thrips. Yeah. And, and by the, it's thrips. Oh, did you just say thrip? Oh, did I? How you dare did. you? <laughs> How dare you? Oh, no. We had a whole episode on that. It wasn't as good as the other one. Yeah, that's how for a little, for quite a while I thought I had um, thrips just flying around, but no, it was it's male mealy bugs. bugs. That's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, Someone that's shut them down, I'm, please. I'm now moving spiders in my house into my room because I don't want to deal with that. That's too much for me. Yeah, that's where my computer's at. None of these have days on them. How long? Do I want to know love? Okay, here we go. Total life cycle for a mealy bug is fifty days. Yikes. That seems shorter. I was thinking that's about what I was expecting. Yeah, so it can be an egg for eight days, um, the instar for five days, a crawler, then becomes a second instar, which is when they start to look fuzzy for 3.2 days, third instar for five days, adult female for 16 days. Then we go all over again. Fun stuff. At least it's just the males that fly. If the females flew, I would just be burning my house down. Oof. Yeah. Um, what's the largest one you've seen? What do you mean the largest? Because they just keep getting bigger as they grow. I have seen them pretty sizable, um, maybe an eighth of an inch. And that's... Yeah, like, that's probably about the largest I've seen, too. That's about the largest I've seen. I'm curious if they would just keep getting bigger. <laughs> well, their life cycle will prohibit them from getting I too suppose. big. Yeah, they die. They just... I wonder if you, like, groomed him to be, or, like, groomed her or whatever to be a fat mealybug and just, like, fed her a bougie diet if you could potentially grow a really big one. <laughs> Add that to your experiment. Instead of a little white yippy dog, you have a little white yippy mealybug. Yeah. What would you name it? Name it Claude. Claude the female mealybug. <laughs> yeah. This uh, put it what, on a leash. What I think is funny is when talking past, everyone's always like thrift, spider mice, they're the bane of my existence. And I'm like, mealybugs. I can't. Mealies and aphids all day long. They've been the hardest. See, and I, I, because like, th- I, I mostly deal with spider mites. See, spider mites are easy. You just <laughs> treat with sprays. It's just spraying it as a process and it takes forever. Thrips are pretty easy too. You spray with spinosad and they're, they, it works. It's pretty effective. Mealybugs, you can't really spray with anything. Right. It has to be, well, it has to be like alcohol basically. Mm-hmm. Like there's no easy treatment for mealybugs, I feel. So it's like, for me, they're the hardest to deal with. They're just so persistent. Yeah, because it's that because the babies are so tiny. Most of the time, I don't even notice the babies. Right. And then out of nowhere, I just get a bunch of adults one day. I'm like, God dang. Yep. And because since they don't like for me, they're harder because the foliage doesn't tell you you have mealybugs unless you're seeing the actual mealybugs. Thrips, spider mites, they have the modeling, they have the the die off, they have the. Before you see them. Yeah. That's why I look for limp leaves and crinkled succulents because that's if it's the next day after watering that are still not looking good that's when i start to suspect mealy bugs or root mealies and that's when i've started checking stuff and i've been finding too much right oh the joys of owning house plants wouldn't <laughs> give it up for the world <laughs> who would have thought we would grow plants and um, also have to deal with the motherfucking pests the bugs the mealy bugs too are also a really common one because they tend to come in on your produce a lot if you're someone that eats fruits and veggies, that comes in a lot. Have you seen them when you get fruits and veggies? No. So I don't know if it's like babes coming in or what. It's like thrips and cut flowers. Yeah. Why I don't do those anymore. Well, I, I bring them home from work every day now. So I probably have thrips again. 
Yeah. It's an ongoing issue at work. I was going to say, it's just another reminder, friends. Bugs happen. You're going to get them. Bugs happen. You probably already have them. Just keep the population low and keep <laughs> things looking nice. That's what I do. If I, the population is low enough that my plants look okay, I'm fine. Right. I just hate having such big plants and having to deal with pests on them. That's just, that's the worst for me. I, I can't relate. No. Biggest You're- fine for me is as soon as they have a shit ton of foliage. Like Hoyas, mm, when you have yeah. like 400 leaves to deal with versus 13 big leaves. What I hate are with succulents, especially the rosette ones, Hawarthias, aloes, those crevices. Oh, those tiny little Oh like, my God. Yeah. Those are the <clears throat> worst. Like I've, I'm sure Mealy's absolutely love that. That's why I like <laughs> when I dunk them in alcohol, I like swish them around to make sure that it gets all in there. Sure. Gross. I'm going to have nightmares tonight, <laughs> you guys. Thanks a lot. I got pictures to like, like give you imagery with it. Fuzzy little Mealy's. I'll need pictures for show art. Small little tangent. I... I can give you both root mealies and... <laughs> Full year. Yeah. Because yeah. I've got a pack of podium that's got a good amount on them. That mm-hmm. They're dying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got one from that stapelia. I got a good picture of it before I threw it on the compost pile. Nice. Speaking of compost, I finally shredded all my paper and took it out to the compost. And the one heap looks like it snowed. Nice. So much paper. I'm wow. building I feel a like compost we... bin this summer. I feel like we talked really fast on mealies. What are we forgetting? Not meant forgetting. No, we can I, talk about scale at the same time. I don't think we really talked too fast. I think we just didn't excited. get off topic. Yeah, you, you, you were excited. <laughs> that too, because like this is something I've got experience with. Really suck. And I've 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 done all the reading recently, so it's still fresh in my mind. Yeah. Is scale an arthropod? Scale. Scale and mealybugs are related. I think, I, I believe wondering. they are arthropods, and they're Interesting. again. A, I just throw stuff with scale away. Yeah, I was going to say, we can talk scale, but it'll be two seconds of, I've never had it. I have. I have, and I've treated it once, and that the only way to really treat it is systemics. Systemics yeah. and manual m- Pooping, removal. popping them off. Yeah. Do those, could you use alcohol on those too, or do you just have to go in with like a little razor? You just, I just pop them off with my nail. Take a little toothpick. Um, so scale, if you've never seen them, think of a mealybug, but like flat onto the... Yeah, I think the one time I treated scale was on the Monstera Syriana that I sent my brother. I didn't want to send it to him with scale, so I had to, like, treat it. Yeah. And if it was me, I would have just not dealt with it. But that was also a $150 plant. Mm -hmm. But scale's not always white. It can be brown, too. And black can be black. Yeah. I've seen, like, gray, not like, dark, dark ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark brown ones. But those are pretty easy because, like, you see the circles and you see the damage. It's just circles yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Their little mouth pits just suck. So disgusting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I ever come across scale, that plant's just going away. Yeah. Depends on how much scale it is. Cause, like, I have a couple plants where I've, like, I've looked at it. I'm like, oh, shit, it's scale. And it just, it's just, like, an imperfection on the trunk or something yeah. or on the vine. And I'm like, okay, good. But, like, I've never, I've never had scale. So. Yeah. Which, yeah, great thing to bring up. There's a lot of. Because this has happened a couple times. Well, in our Discord and also on Facebook now, I've seen people with alocasias freaking out about the backside of the leaves. Um, a lot of alocasias have wax deposits on the back of their leaves where the vein of the plant meets the sinus, right? Is that the piece? The sinus is the top, yeah. No. No, the sinus is the leaf, the gap between the leaf, isn't yeah, it? The yeah. top of the leaf. But if you have the veins, what's the main mid, the mid main vein coming down the center of a leaf? Petiole? No. No. Midrib? Maybe. Um, but where the veins that when you have your have your main main vein <laughs> coming down the middle of their leaf and then it branches off, where those meet on the backside of leaves of alocasias, they have wax deposits. They secrete wax, makes a blow black deposit. It looks like scale. And it can freak you out. 
Um, norm, a lot of the time it's not scale. I mean, you could easily determine that by just just kind of rubbing it at off. it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, look, not a bug. And doesn't scale tend to hang out in petioles anyway? Yeah, they like to hang around the veins because they're going straight for the good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. The most right. juicy, juicy parts. Yeah. You ever think about how fun it would be to be at Plant Fest, going around and sucking the juices out of it with your piercing mouth part? No, I want to be a benabug that goes around and decapitates the bugs and sucks their innards out. I want to be a plant in a conservatory where people just do everything for me. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, yes. Put me in sun and leave me alone. Have a team of people meeting my every need and requirement. <laughs> right. I feel like, sorry for the plants in my collection. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Can someone take care of me? No. We're adults. We have to take care of ourselves. Um, Only 10 minutes. What do you want to talk about? We get off topic. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to ask. Um, with pyrethrin donks, I'm not very clear on like how those work because I haven't had to do any yet. Um, I plan to just water through with it because sure. that's what I've read. But like, is that okay? <laughs> is that going to like hurt my plant? Do you know? No idea. Okay. I'll have to look into that because I know pyrethrin is, uh, it's hard on plants. I know that. I just don't know what to expect from it. What is the pest spray that has the pyrethrin in it? Or I am know. I thinking of? You're probably thinking of something else because I all, I don't know of any pyrethrin sprays at the moment. Or is it the pyrethrin is the mosquito spray? Oh, that might be right. Yeah. Oh, that's. Pyrethrin it is. It sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it. Yeah. Pyrethrin is probably, it's using a lot of pest control stuff because it's a natural ingredient that's derived from some chemical plants make. Mm. Actually, they're called pyrethrins. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, who would have thought? Whoa, amazing. So I was looking into that and I was like, how toxic is this and how toxic to the environment is it going to be? Like, do I have to be catching my water and like disposing of it somehow? Because like, is it that bad? But it's surprisingly natural. But also I probably am still going to be catching my my runoff because I don't feel comfortable dumping it down the sink. Mm-hmm. Don't dump chemicals down the sink. Nope. Don't dump paint down the sink. Who puts paint down the don't sink? Don't put like a dust down the sink. I don't know, people. <laughs> a great way to break your system. Yeah. <gasps> and try not to run your soil down the sink either because that'll clog your pipes. Ask me how I know. I'm surprised it hasn't happened to me. In the 10 years, we haven't cleaned out our kitchen sink, like the, the actual pipes. Like, mm-hmm. Do you have a garbage disposal? Yeah. I was going to say helps. garbage disposal. I know, but that's not the side that I use for watering plants. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You're doing it wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the... The side of the garbage disposal side is like a third smaller than the other side. I'm going to use the bigger side because mm, I, I want to do more yeah. more plants at once. Yeah, I like the garbage disposal in the sink because then I can just clear it up. But in the tub, then you have to get Brandon to come snake it. Or if it's the downstairs utility sink. I need Brandon to come snake my tub too. I need to, um, it's a little bit better, but I definitely need to uh, dump out that little hose pipe thingy. And I can do it. I just don't want to. Because <laughs> then I have to get down on the cold concrete, get a bucket just in case. <laughs> I refuse to clean pipes. That is disgusting. Yeah. I let Noah handle that. And then <laughs> I make it up by doing everything else. Mm. Like if it's time to clean the, the, the sinks in the kitchen or the bathroom, I clean the entire bathroom and then he just does the, the pipes. Yeah. I just can't do that. <clears throat> it's disgusting. <laughs> um, Not to gross you out too much, but I just took the hair out of the shower and that was. That doesn't bother me. That's what? actually really satisfying Sorry, for me. Really loud. As as a person okay. with long hair, yeah, yeah, I have to hold clean. Hold on, hold on. When it's wet, when it's wet and full of product, yeah, yeah I do it in the middle of my shower. Gunky. Oh, that's the worst. I would rather clean out any other drain besides hair well, showers. For me, it's like my hair all sticks together, so it's like I just grab it and it's a big clump. Yeah, you know it's really fun. A gross clump that smells weird with goo on it. You know, it's really fun. Ugh. Sorry, everybody. When you rent and 
the shower's clogged when you move in to a new house. And it's somebody else's hair. So you have to pull out someone else's hair and product and gunk. And who else knows might have gone down that drain. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Wear oh, gloves. So do you currently need your tub snaked? No. Yes. But no. But yes. I do. Pick one. <laughs> right now it's okay. Um, it tends to get a little clogged up, but usually good old fashioned Drano helps. But I've been wanting to get the... Get the weasel. I want to get the thing off. Brandon I, I want to change out the thing so that it has more of like a straight down and not a trap. So I think stuff gets trapped around the Plunger stopper. Thingy. Yeah. So I'm going to get something yeah. different. I have so many house projects that need to get done. I should just borrow Brandon for a summer. <laughs> feed him for the whole summer. <laughs> Brandon's so exhausted. He needs yeah. to work on his burnout first before he can help anybody else. God, what is it with everybody having burnout right now? It sucks. Make it go away. Yeah. Take like four weeks off and just relax. And Aren't you doing that? I'm telling you. You're currently I'm going doing that. to take four weeks off. <laughs> you're currently doing that right now. I don't know. I'm, I, and the minute I get back, it's going to just like come back to me. I know it. <laughs> okay, I'm, Lynn. What? I might be able to call in that favor here soon. Are you going on a trip? Maybe. In Where? your big red rocket ship. Ooh. Ooh. Noah is... When he's done with his work, he wants to go on vacation and decompress. And he's thinking Hawaii. And I'm like, go for it. Let's go. Um, I can find you four to $500 flights. I might talk to you later about that. To Hawaii? That's yeah, nice. The shitty thing is everything else is expensive once you get there. Yes. Actually, I don't think we have to pay for flights. Nice. Uh, Noah churns credit cards and gets points. Oh, so you got points to pay for it? We can go to Japan first class four times right now if nice. we want. Let's go. How many, or, car- how many cards or, is he banking right now? I have no idea and I don't ask. Instead of going to Japan on first class four times, we can take four, four friends. Four people. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, I don't know if it's exactly four times, but I know it's like, I know we can go and have leftovers. I think it's, I can bring my best friend if I want. Well, then who's your best friend? <laughs> Here's you the thing. Pick. I don't have a best friend. You I gotta pick I, which category of I best friend. I tier you my want. friends. There's the best friends that are the really close ones, like obviously you guys. And then there's my regular friends that like that I don't interact with on like a regular basis. <laughs> basically, if I think fondly of you and I interact with you more than once a week, you're basically a best friend of mine. <laughs> and we have a positive So What relationship. if you interact once an hour? <laughs> We talk a lot, okay? As I say, our first conversation has yet to end, and it's been, what, two, three years? <laughs> Are we? We just keep going. Yeah, I mean, I fall asleep. I'll just answer in the morning. Yep. I fall asleep, wake up, go back to sleep. Yeah, that's frustrating sometimes, where it's like, <laughs> we'll be in the middle of a conversation, I'll fall asleep, you'll respond, and then you wake up to my response, and then you go back to, to sleep, and you don't respond. And I'm like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Oh, does your phone tell you when I've seen it? No. no, I shut not, that off. You have well. Also, she has an Android. I, I, on other Androids, it'll tell me like Dad yeah. Bruce is typing. If oh. I switch it to RCS instead of SMS, I can see that. But with you, I have it on SMS because I can't know. <laughs> because if you see how often I type, and then like if you, I figure if you're like me and you see someone typing and it's like, then you long, wait for their answer. Yeah, and it's like sometimes I'll like start typing to you, like this just doesn't work. So I just <laughs> don't respond and wait until you say something else or I have something else to say. Well, and sometimes I'm just like, I don't have the spoons to respond, or I'm like, oh, I see that. I like, I see everything. But like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any response. I'm sorry. Here's three emojis of a hot dog. Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, we made that our friend emoji. Oh, yeah. Nice. So we'll just as, randomly send each other hot dogs. I was having a bad day, and you meant to send me a heart and you sent me a hot dog instead. I was like, hey. <laughs> I like is that it, shit. Is it like the bread thing on Discord? What's the bread thing on Discord? Oh, where we always toast. react to bread. 
Yeah. The bread react. We haven't done that in a while. I'm not, I don't even go on the Discord. I don't. I go on the Rough Around the Hedges Discord. Yes. I don't really check Discord. my other Discords very often. Hang out and talk to us. Yeah, share please. Plant pictures. Share more plant pictures, loyal listeners. Come on. What are you doing? We want to see your stuff. Right? I was going to say, we need more people in the Discord because I need people to talk to when I have nothing else to do and Kaylin's busy. <laughs> yeah, right when Kaylin sleeps in, Mackie needs someone to talk to about plants. I will happily just info dump on you. Yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. Okay, I have a question about the credit card points, though, because, like, <laughs> you can, you can, become a travel you podcast? can bank them to a point, but, like, isn't then the you purpose... Transfer to another credit card. You look for those deals you, where they're, like... But, like, Chase, you can't hold more than five of their cards within a 48-month period. Yes. So you have to... But, like, I just don't see how you can bank that many on, like, the same... Like, collectively, I could see how you might have, like, three cards with that points you don't know equally spread amongst them but like to have that many points in one problem by doing the churning of the credit cards I just don't it's a whole process my mind i don't understand i have watched the credit shifu and i don't understand it i just let him do what he wants because it it's pleasing to his brain see and i think i definitely have gotten into the churning of the credit cards if i didn't already find the one that's the most perfect Know, like, but sometimes I, the ones I, that aren't perfect will offer deals where it's like trading your points for 1.5 value. I know. And then like they have the good bonuses that you can get when you log on. But then like the problem is, you know, you have the annual fee that you have to like offset somehow. And then you have to manage all your points that you got. And then you have to manage using them all up so that you can cancel the credit card. And like this is why I don't deal with it. Yeah. I don't I mind like, it to a point. I'm learning like, that I need to pay more attention to my credit card points. Well, especially I don't let them expire. I'm pretty sure mine don't. Expire. You have a Delta one, don't you? Yeah, yeah, because all those requires like one transaction a year. So like every now yeah. and then, Noah will be like, "Hey, let's go out to dinner," and I'll be like, "Oh, you need to like reset your credit card." And you're like, "Yeah, all yeah. right, let's go. Let's go out to dinner." See, and Brandon, Brandon has the the Delta one too, but you get better like your points go farther if you have like the Chase Chaser. Is it Capital One and City? We, I think I Noah, think, Noah I think does those Chase. Have, okay, the Chase is Chase and the American one I have. Airlines. I love the Chase Ultimate Rewards Portal because you can, if you want to do cash back, you can do that. You can pay yep. for stuff with points. Yep. You can get cash back on purchases you made and then like every month they'll have like a category they bonus, yep. like give you a bonus on. So like when we were doing house stuff, I like cashed in $1,000 with my, they were doing like a home improvement store bonus. So like instead of getting you know, one to one, I got 1.5 to one. So I got a thousand dollars back on my statement to pay for my random Home Depot purchases. Nice. And then, you know, you can also transfer your chase points to partners like Virgin. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they'll offer a transfer bonus. So like I turned 20,000 points into 30,000 points and then booked a flight to Rome for $216. Nice. So, <laughs> so mealybugs. <laughs> You needed, we, we needed to get off topic for 10 minutes, Christine. We got distracted. I was going to say, like, didn't you bless that off topic? Yeah, to a point. We were so focused for the first 40 minutes, and then we get to go crazy for the next 10. It's okay. If anyone wants to uh, learn some travel hacking, hit me up on how to find cheap flights. The only thing Not I know as hard to, as it sounds. The only thing I know how to do is travel to Tokyo and bum in Tokyo for 10 days. I'm good at that, and I can do it on the cheap. That's fun. Let's do that together sometime. Yeah, uh, I would love to. I want to go back. I want to go back to Tokyo. Christine, we were going to go to Thailand. We want to go to Thailand. We were going to do a plant friend trip to Thailand. Yep. And now so, we have a trip with Mackie to Tokyo. Plant friends, if you've been wanting to do a meetup, we're going to go to Thailand. <laughs> Save your money. Plant, plant, we're going to shoot for $500 flights. Caitlin will be in charge of finding those. It'll be sick. I was going to say, if we do go to Tokyo, I can show you where I was born. Oh, <laughs> precious. There's some Air Force base. <laughs> it's like Tachikawa or some uh, suburb of Tokyo. I don't remember. 
But that's actually the first, I think, time I took a friend to Tokyo. We it was, we went in the summer and it was so cool because everyone puts their plants out in the, and it's just out in the open. Like there's no theft or anything like that. Oh, so they don't yeah. worry about like hiding stuff. So like to see the stuff that they're growing, it's so different from what we grow. Like I didn't recognize half of it. I love mm. that. That'd be cool. And then I went to the largest uh, conservatory in Tokyo, not Tokyo, in Japan. Uh, oh my God. It was amazing. We need to do like a conservatory bucket list so that when we have our plant meetups, field trips, and have like a list going. I want to go to Q. That's my. Where's that's that? on my it's in, list. It's in England. Oh, I want to go to the Philippines airport. I want to um, go. I really want to go to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Yes, because Sorry, yeah, the Singapore airport. Yep, yep. Singapore and Thailand are the two places I really want to go. And Noah has no interest in either of those. He wants to go to South Korea because of the food, which I oh, also yeah. agree with. Sure. Is the is it the Qatar airport? So the Abu Dhabi, there's one or Dubai, Dubai. One of them has a crazy airport that I want to go to. I Probably refuse Dubai. to go to any of those. I, I'm, it's illegal for me to even exist in those countries. Oh, yeah, yes, that'd be that's too tricky. Fair, that's fair. That's what I worry about with like layovers and crap like that. Sure. Yeah, you've been to Tokyo, Christine. Heck yeah, I have. I'm the only one here who hasn't been to Tokyo. Lame. I think I've been there four times, four yeah. or five times. Highly I, recommend. The shortest trip I've ever done was three days to see a concert. Wow. We flew in. The next day you saw a concert, and then we flew out the next day. Oh, fuck what? See, I don't know if I could do that twice. 14-hour flight without... That's too much flying. Yeah. Worth it for these bands. These bands were like... One was the biggest show they'd ever done, and the next one was their last show. Mm. So it was worth it. Crazy. So yeah, okay, we'll have to figure out when we're going to go to Tokyo. If you guys want to come with us to Tokyo or uh, Thailand, let join us the know. Join the Discord. Actually, we should get a separate uh, travel trip channel. We should talk about it. And we're going to do it cheaper than you think. Under $500 round trip flights. If we can find that for Japan, that'll be insane. Yes, Christine. Because I got, I got, we got our flights for 800 and that's cheap. That's pretty decent, but no. We usually pay about 1200 for mine. Yeah. Do you get fancy seats? No. No. Economy. That was uh, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic. I know they're going cheaper now. Oh, yeah. They they were stupid cheap in like yeah, 21. Yeah, when they 22. first opened up and they were like $500, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, we almost pulled the trigger, but we were afraid of COVID at the time. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yes, I can find us $500 in the round. Let's do it. We can go look at okay. all the pretty plants. And then I get a... I got access to the airport lounges. You guys can come in with me with free food. <laughs> I already have that. Well, perfect. Because can you bring friends? Yeah. And I can I can bring two guests. You can probably bring two guests. Well, I will be one of the guests if we use that. So oh. see, for me, I get me plus two. Or no, me plus three? Shit, I don't remember. Technically, it's my husband who has the pass. So gotcha. I'm one and of the And Brandon got ones. the card so he gets the access too. So we can just bring our little group into the lounges with us. And if you guys haven't been to airport lounges, it is the way to go. Oh, yeah. You get to leave where all the... Peasants are and sit in a nicer, <laughs> quieter place with free food. I love that. We went to Colorado. Well, we didn't go to Colorado. We were laid over in Colorado and we got like steaks for free, Ooh, like nice, nice steaks for free. And I was like, <clears throat> yes, this is what I want in life. Free, free steaks. The Dallas one sucks. The Minneapolis one is golf themed, but you get 15 <laughs> free dollars. I guess I'll go sit and watch people putt putt <laughs> while they play golf on the televisions. Get a free sandwich anyway that definitely got off topic we have not been talking about mealies for like 15 minutes oh boy we should put a disclaimer in there like hey if you uh are done with mealies stop listening now okay i'll take that and put that there you go (laughs) disclaimer we're gonna stop talking about mealies and get real distracted from this point on we are very off topic 
You right. do not need to listen anymore if you want to only listen about mealies. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Instead of putting the disclaimer now, right before plant of the week, right. <laughs> I'm just going to move it up 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh. Well, plant of the week. I have not even thought about who should be my plant of the week. As I do. Anybody? I don't know. I'm still thinking. I did chores. Who do I like right now? Ooh, you know, let's do my begonia immense because I saw he's got a bloom. <laughs> My begonia immense is blooming. I'll probably go with another Haworthia, another Haworthia truncata, but this one's black samurai, I think. I like it because it's got mm. chunky, veiny leaves and it's got patterns on the tops and it looks like horse teeth. Very nice. Oh, stop staring at me. Um, I'm gonna do- <laughs> <laughs> Both staring. I'm You're gonna, next, Christine. I'm going to do my Hoya. Uh, I always say, that, I don't know if I say this correctly. Diakii? Diakii? Daikiai. Daikiai. Hoya. But it's, it ends in K A E, right? Hoya. Yeah, it's E I. Daikiai. Daikiai. It's D E I K E I. No, it's D E Y. D E Y. Yeah. Yeah, I say Daikiai. D E Y K E A E. Daikiai. Daikiai. Hoya Daikiai. We'll go with that one. Love it. It's so cool. Does it, does, is that one of the ones with cool veins on it? Yep. So it's got, um, it's kind of got like heart shaped leaf, but they're longer, like oblong heart shapes with super like thick green veining on. Do they get big? The leaves haven't gotten crazy big on me like maybe like three to four inches long. Oh that's not crazy big she says. <laughs> I say that with clemenciorum leaves that are 12 inches long. So That's not even real. I think you're making that up. I know you're not making it up. I've seen pictures. <laughs> I see. I do take pictures. Um, yeah because yeah. you were like look how big this leaf is. Yeah. It's bigger than my dick. No. <laughs> 12 inches baby. Yeah. Lock cool. me up. Well, <laughs> lock yeah. you up or tie you down. Whoa. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh Either yes. way, corner. <laughs> <laughs> jail. Jail. Both of you. Jail. Oh, pin me up on that wall. <laughs> Christine's just going to have to take all this out. I'm so sorry. We should just have an episode of just all the innuendos that get cut out. <laughs> My new favorite thing has been posting all the innuendos. I think it's funny. Like I don't use the word innuendo a lot. I use innuendo. Yeah. Innuendo. Put it in my endo. (laughs) Oh. On that note. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, stay rough. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 I was like, at least we're not saying.